don't buy the idea that, you know, the society the way it is right now, it has to be this way. Welcome to Rewrite the Rules with your host, Alex Starr. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. It's time to live life on your own terms. What do you really want? All right, we got my friend Kelly on the show tonight, today, this morning, wherever it is that you are listening to the sweet sound of my sultry voice. I'm going to try and make it deeper because that's what science says makes you sound more attractive to females is the lower octave, at least when they're ovulating. Um, Yeah, my friend Kelly is on the show tonight. I have known her since high school. And it was a great, you'll hear after talking to her, I mean, she should have her own podcast, honestly, actually, I haven't thought about that until now that I'm saying it, but she is such a natural conversationalist, uh, very fun, very witty, and she hit a point in her life where she couldn't take the amount of weight she was gaining, how she felt about herself, so she started posting about it on her Instagram uh, at her worst point in time, and I remember her texting me saying, I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Like there's been a burden off of me because I put the worst part about myself out there. And so what else really is there for anyone to discover? And so now it's about her journey. And she, I believe she's trying to lose 30, 40 pounds. Forgive me, Kelly, if I'm wrong about that, but um, she's trying to get back to to health. Basically, it's not so much about the weight, but just back to health um, and, and feeling good about herself. Um, within her body. So very cool. She is super funny. Uh, her Instagram is fat field to fit field. And uh, she is about as raw and honest and authentic as it gets, which is what this is shit is all about. And I appreciate her so much for coming on and uh, spilling it all out there. So um, you guys are going to hear a lot of real good stuff here and um, hope you enjoy it. Find her on the Instagram. Shoot me a message as always. And I uh, really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Alex Starr. Are you excited or are you nervous? I'm excited. Definitely pumped. Do you get nervous at all? Not anymore. Like not, not much is shaking me these days. <laughs> I feel like you do. I just feel like in general, you're not the type of person that gets nervous. No. Yeah. It just, you know, whenever you live the corporate life, you just kind of become a little bit slightly dead inside. That's fucking true. And <laughs> Dark. so depressing. Yeah. I think about that. People that have been doing it for 20, 30 years. Yeah. When they talk about that, the cubicle life, I never understood. No. We, we work in startups right now which is what I came out here for. It's fun, exciting, you know, mm-hmm. ooh, let's try out that word for a little bit. Still, you got to be in there at, what, I have to be in here at what time? I have to leave, I can't leave early? Because why? Are you my, I, you're not my dad? <laughs> like, but I can't, and you can wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. They got free snacks. Yeah. I can only imagine if you worked for IBM in 1985 or some just fucking corporate ass, you got to wear a suit to work because that's, that's the way it's always been done. And you are replaceable. Yeah, and you're you're legitimately a cog in the machine, yeah. and they don't even try and hide it. At least now they try and hide it. I feel like I feel yeah. like the progressives now kind of stroke like, our sensitive souls. Yeah, while they getting, secretly try to find our replacement. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> and snacks. Yeah. tons of goldfish. Tons of goldfish, guys. Like, <laughs> yes, you're going to be replaced very soon because the whole company's going under. Yep. You know, and your job really isn't that hard. But fruit snacks, tons of fruit snacks. Yeah. At least you'll be full on goldfish while you go down the gutter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I'm excited for you to come on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on. Fat fit. No, fat field. Field to fit field. Yeah. It's a, I was, when I was creating the account, I was wondering, I wondered just to call it fat field. Cause Taken. I just, I just thought it'd be a funny insult if someone like, if I thought to myself, what would be like a really mean thing to say to me? Be like, make a like fat Kelly, like felly. But then I thought, no, that's not funny. Like, I mean, in fat- second in second grade, that would have been gold. <laughs> yeah, but then I thought, you know, putting fat in front of field is actually funnier. And then I thought, well, fat field to fit field. It just kind of all fell into place because mm-hmm. I don't. I am fat now. Mrs. Fields, I- you could have done like a cookie reference. That, yeah, I do like cookies. <laughs> part Can't of have them anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh, what um, 
what was, I mean, so people that are listening and just tuning in, you, I don't know kind of your story or what you've been doing, but you basically hit a breaking point in your weight, in your health, where you said, fuck all of this. I'm, you hit like that, the dark hour of the soul kind of thing mm-hmm. where it just was, that's enough. And yeah. now you've changed everything around. So what, what did that moment look like? Yeah, the I was very defining. Um, the day was, I was at work. It was gray and kind of muggy, like mid March. It was shortly before St. Patrick's Day, so it's terrible oh. timing. I went through this before St. Patrick's Day, the best drinking day of the year. Is it? <laughs> I think so. Is it really the best? I I love it. Oh, well, we got like, a lot of we have a lot of things to discuss. Yeah. If you think St. Patrick's Day is the best drinking day of the year, I mean, it's a holiday with your friends. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, um, it was it was shortly before St. Patrick's Day, and I remember that morning I had, you know, it was a, it was a Thursday. It had been a Thursday because it wasn't a Friday, and I wear my favorite stretchy jeans on Friday, and I was out of leggings that I'd worn previously in the week. I didn't laundry yet, so I had to wear these one leggings that were older of mine that didn't fit me very well. And so the day already started off, like, in a bad spot. I was, like, uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable all day long, just sitting at my they desk because they were too tight my pants were too tight and it was getting to the point where like if i went to the bathroom and pulled my pants down like i could see a red mark ring around my stomach and it hurt like my skin was hurting from just it pressing so hard against my body mm-hmm. and i the whole day i was just it was like a constant reminder of like this feels like shit you're a piece of shit like all day long so i was just sitting at my desk and i was like God, I really got to start doing something. I really got to put a plan together. And I was just thinking about like, okay, I've calorie counted before. I've done this. Like what's something different I could do? And so the whole day was just this downward spiral of um, my mental state and my confidence. And I came home and, you know, I was supposed to work out that day and I just couldn't because I was just so anxious. My heart was just racing, sitting down. So I got home. I took a shower and I was like, I'm just going to lay in bed and like calm down. And I get out of the shower and I'm just kind of like checking myself out, you know, <laughs> as any normal person does. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like check the In bod. and out of the shower. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah, sup oh, you? Ooh, never mind. I didn't mean to look today. <laughs> you come here often? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you not. <laughs> sometimes you walk in and you're like stoked on what you see, you know, and other times you look and you're like, fuck, god yeah. damn it. Yeah, there's certain days I choose to focus on certain aspects of my body <laughs> and not on others. But obviously that day I'd been thinking about like my problem area, which is my stomach. And I just was like, I looked in the mirror and I could still, I take my pants, I take in like a 20 minute shower and I could still see the red mark on my stomach from my pants. And I was looking at it and that's when I noticed the stretch marks that were right like where my like belt line would Mm. hit on my body. And I've never had stretch marks before. I mean, like I have stretch marks like between my legs, like any other normal person does or, you know, little ones that you get. But these were like deep purple stretch marks. And I was like, I had a what the fuck moment. And I wish and I just lost it. Like I broke completely broke down. I took a picture of it. So my first instinct was to take a picture of it. I don't know why. I just wanted to take that moment and like I had to I don't know what I I don't know what I was gonna do with it, but I just took the picture and I'm glad I did because that's kind of what started the whole thing. That was like my moment of this is real, you know. Mm. And it was a it was all a feeling before I saw that, mm. and then once I saw it, it kind of everything kind of came together in terms of like this is fucking real. You feel like shit because you're eating like shit because you're treating yourself like shit. You're not prioritizing yourself, and it was just you know months and months of partying and doing all this stuff had come to this one moment of me just being like wow this is reality. this is this is reality mm. yeah when i was uh this is way less drastic but it maybe reminded me of it when i was <laughs> like 23 um it was my first fire season and i remember one saturday i woke up and i went and looked in the mirror and i'd always thought you know you're 23 at this point right like i, th- I thought i was you're fucking invincible right like <laughs> other people get fat right other people get gray hair other people get all this stuff and i remember looking in the mirror and i was like wait what the hell is that and i looked at my forehead and i was like what in the god that's a wrinkle oh. and i was like 20 I was, it must have been 24 actually <laughs> and i saw one little like crease on my forehead and it had, it's similar in the way that i remember having a moment going oh shit like you're mortal and this is real you're aging 
Yeah. Because at that point, you just, you always think that that kind of stuff, as small as wrinkles or as big as cancer or getting fat, you think, yeah, cool. But yeah. that happens to other people. Yeah. That doesn't happen to me. It's easily avoidable. And dismissible. And just, yeah, exactly. Like you're easily able to go about your day to day and not have to think about it if you don't want to think about that thing, whatever it may be, that, you know, is a little bit too much to deal with. You're just like, you want to skip around it because you're just... Don't want to deal was, with it. That was your health and your weight that whole time, pretty much. Yeah. Where you knew that it was becoming a problem, but you just didn't want to deal with it. So you kept drinking yeah. and eating to distract it, basically yeah. distract yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so classic, right? Yeah. It's we all do that with different vi- it was different things, and we use different vices. Exactly. And I think mine was just, you know, my. I mean, I'm blessed. It's my my biggest blessing being here in Austin, Texas, is having all these amazing friends and things to do all the time. It's been a blessing in the sense of like, it always gives me something to do, but it's also like in the days that I feel like shit or that I'm anxious or whatever, I just don't want to remember the day at work I just had. Like I can just go out with my friends and have a good time and just, it's like a different day I started, you Mm. know? And so it's just been living like that. And yeah, I had that moment where I was just like, fuck. (laughs) And it's all set up to distract you. I guess like city yeah. life in general mm-hmm. yeah. is set up for distractions. Like there are, there's distractions on every corner 24 seven, mm-hmm. right? Happy hour, you know, the best dinners, you know, shows, mm-hmm. concerts. Mm-hmm. And then that whole time you got your phone in your pocket, which is a constant distraction. Mm-hmm. You can live your whole life distracted. Yeah. And thinking that you're doing something, going somewhere, having a great time. Don't get me wrong. Mm hmm. And that's like, I'm, I don't know. I I always thought that that's really, I mean, for a long time, that was my priority, but I think I've let that priority seep over into me being, you know, I don't know, happy and genuinely like healthy. Mm. I mean, it, it becomes a point when you become so, so unhealthy that it starts affecting your, um, mental and you know your hormone things you can't even control actually so that's kind of where the point i was at like i mean i had to go to my thyroid i had to go to thyroid doctor because i was my heart was just racing all the time which is not a normal thing like Mm. yeah i'm anxious but like that's not normal so it's still something i'm trying to figure out like why that's happening but it's definitely my my thyroid doctor's like definitely a hormonal issue with all the stress that you have stress is producing cortisol too much cortisol in my body which is then causing me to be like feel like i'm always have a deadline on edge yeah um... yeah so Hmm. it's crazy how it's manifested (laughs) yeah and and i think a lot of people are living like that wine there's just there's a lot of stressors anyway but then when you add in even if I drink a little bit, if I have a couple beers and mm-hmm. it adds up over the course of a week at the, like when I went sober, I remember thinking on Sundays before, before I stopped drinking on Sundays, I would get like kind of blue or maybe some anxiety. I just wouldn't feel right. Mm-hmm. As soon as I eliminated the alcohol, like, Oh, crazy. As soon as you start, you stop poisoning <laughs> yourself, things get better. Like shocker. You stop shoving plot twist. Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> stop shoving poison in your mouth and yeah. your body is better. Yeah. Wow. Um, food and booze and um, I told people that, you know, prescription pills and yeah, there's so many things. So, so then when you, so you hit that barrier, you hit that point mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck this. Literally it's time to get healthy. Yeah. So you have that moment of despair, we'll call it, mm-hmm. but also like a phoenix, <laughs> rise, rise from the cookie crumbs. It's <laughs> so sick and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> More like the Cane's uh, chicken crumbs. Oh in my god, case. delicious! God bless it. <laughs> yeah, delicious. That's like I think that's the last time we hung out. Is oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was. That's good shit. I was fucked up, so I didn't know. Yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, so from there you go. Okay, that's it. And then what? What's the? What do the first steps look like after that? Did you go throw all the food away in the pantry? <laughs> I mean, seriously, what did you do? Did you call friends and say this is what I'm doing? Did you start that Instagram account right after that? Yeah, like I was laying in bed and I had that moment and I was just so anxious that I I knew that I needed my 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 release is talking to people like talking it out it just kind of gives me validation that like someone is listening and that i'm not just in my head and like you know i feel like shit because i saw all all these stretch marks on my body so i took that picture 
And I sent it to my sister and my coworker, like one of my closest coworker friends. And I was just like, I'm so anxious right now. I just found all these stretch marks over my stomach. And they reacted very differently. One was like, oh, you don't even notice that you've gained weight. Like, I really don't even notice that you do. That was my sister, you know. And to to God's truth, she wouldn't, she wouldn't, she would tell me if I had gained mm-hmm. weight. But she was just like, really just like, oh, I've never, no- I've never, I wouldn't even notice that you had, stre- ever had a stretch marks. Like, it's not noticeable you have stretch marks. Right. Like, don't feel bad about that. And then my coworker was like, well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, I, you feel like shit. I have an idea of who that is. <laughs> you might. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was just, I kind of, you know, it was very different reactions and I was kind of more curious just to see it was, I did the Instagram account short, like an hour after that was like the first thing I did before I even bought food or did anything or thought about my diet or exercise. The first thing I did was start looking at that picture and think, Hmm, that would look kind of cool with the Valencia filter. on it. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the world. Really the purple and the stretch marks pop. <laughs> so Start sick playing tic-tac-toe with it. yeah <laughs> make a boomerang of like me jiggling around <laughs> yeah <laughs> like flubber <laughs> this is the world that we live in is the first yeah man god the slumber filter would really yeah would really make that pop mm. skin tone would look great on that yeah. yeah exactly but yeah it was just uh you know i started the instagram account before i did anything else and i initially just posted it and i had was following nobody i told no one about it and then slowly I, I told my sister, I was like, I made this stupid Instagram account. I think I'm just going to start posting things on it. I don't know. I didn't have a plan for anything. At this point, it's just a picture of you my and, cellulite. and Valencia filter. On yeah. Cellulite. And it was literally me laying down in bed. So, you know, it's like the stomach's laying flat <laughs> and it's just me holding the camera above my stomach. The Like the worst part of my body that I hate the most and the part that made me have that moment. And I just took a picture of it. And that's the first thing I posted. And I was like kind of torn on like i was almost just so like i don't care if people see it because it's real it's a thing so like who cares i'm gonna change that was kind of my thought so then i started like telling coworkers about it and my coworkers are i'm really close to the family my team and stuff and um you know told close friends about it and then people started following it and just leaving like like you're still beautiful comments on it like people have such different ways of responding to like vulgar truth <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting what do you mean um some people react and like you know give you a lot of empathy and they're just like they're almost so uncomfortable with it that they just are just like gonna be you know Susie homemaker about like they're oh you're fine it's okay you know kind of yeah. like, like no bitch i'm not no, okay I'm that's not why i'm okay. posting it yeah <laughs> i'm not happy i don't feel good yeah. i'm fat like this is not okay yeah and like i was probably my toughest critic on that but you know, seeing how different people reacted. Like some people were my coaches, you know, like, let me know when you want to go work out together. Let's go on workout dates mm. together. And some people were just like, you know, more on the emotional side of just like, wow, you posting that made me remember that one time I saw that and that changed my life. And I right. got a bunch of direct messages. That's when the direct messages started of like people being like, I've been through something like that. Because my first post was literally describing my moment of, oh, fuck, I'm fat. <laughs> so... Yeah, it just start. It just started like that, and kind of has snowballed into what it is now. Yeah, it's it's interesting how people. When you, I never thought about that. How people respond differently because it's very in your face. How people respond differently to truth mm-hmm. that could be a whole, a whole thing. A whole thing that could be a whole other topic for a book or a podcast or and that's or it's, al- it's almost like an experiment you're running. Well, that's what I'm. That's what's kept. I mean, not only has it been therapeutic for me to be. You know, I'm not curating anything I'm putting on there. It's 100%. You're not doing any filters or anything. Uh, no, I mean, like. I mean, come on. Since you're doing some filters. I mean, n- nothing that will take away. If it, like the lighting is right. too light and like I really want to show off the, the the creases of my tummy. I, you know, like. So you're almost I'll, doing opposite filtering. Yeah. I, I want the truth to be loud and like I want it to I'm be almost- obvious when someone looks at the account why it's the account other than my name being Fat Field. <laughs> 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 like, I just want it to be, <laughs> I want it to reflect how shitty it makes me feel, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know if that's fucked up or not, but like, um, it sounds very therapeutic. I mean, it is. So people write, <laughs> you know what I mean? So people write, they, they make songs, mm-hmm. you know, they do all these things to get out, to get their pain out on paper. So it's not in their head or it's not in their soul or stuff like that. Yeah. 
So that, that sounds what it is. It sounds yeah. very therapeutic. It was kind of inescapable. It's almost like dark humor, too, in a way. You know what I mean? I mean, that's it's kind a of very me. dark. Yeah, that is kind of you. <laughs> dark a, humor gets me through. I yeah, mean, whatever. But yeah, but it's been really cool to see, you know, how people respond and how it it's it's affecting people's lives. I kind of think in a way mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, so much of what we see now is something that somebody want. They they're picking and choose. People are picking and choosing what they put for you to see on there social media site right Mm -hmm. and i just i want it to be i want when people see my thing my instagram i want it to be like damn like she's going through some shit right now like this is real she's fired up i want to be fired up Mm -hmm. you know i don't know i just think that it's refreshing to see i mean scrolling through your feed you see oh great kathy went wine tasting this weekend oh great so-and-so's baby's a year old oh great oh wait who has stretch marks? Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I've never seen stretch marks until you post them on my feed ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like posting, I mean, yeah, it's cool to post. Like you see a lot of transformation stuff on Instagram of like before and afters or whatever. But I'm not even like, I'm not even close to being to my midway point. So like I'm posting like before and a third of the way there. Yeah. Like You're I'm still the fat. Process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm posting the entire process yeah. and it's. It's been good for me to do. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first saw it, too. It it made me slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> In what way? Because it was so true. And yeah. I wasn't used to seeing it. Like you said, I'm not. you're not used to seeing pictures of people posting their cellulite <laughs> on Instagram mm-hmm. and being like, oh, I'm this amount under overweight and like this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And I, I was taken aback. Cool. I love it. Yeah. And that's the point. And it's funny because that is what will get you. It's a very interesting game we're playing in life and on Instagram. And Instagram is just a reflection of the rest of our lives. It's just a a very concentrated Mm -hmm. version of what we're all already doing. Like you said earlier, flexing. Yeah. Right? This guy takes you out and buys a nice bottle of wine. We're all trying to just impress, validate show off a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm cool, I'm buff, I'm fit, like I got a hot girl, I got a hot guy. Look at the house I live in, look at the car I drive, look at the clothes I wear. Mm-hmm. Everyone does it in some regard in some part of their life. And if you say you're not, then you're lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Something, somewhere. But you know what I realized about all that is that that stuff is such a small factor in what you deal with in a day. Like say for a whole entire weekend all you did was go wine tasting, Alex. All you did was go wine tasting, right? You're going to make delightful one- activity. Love it. Great. Good times. <laughs> Too much sugar, but good times. But, you know, say you go wine tasting over the yeah. weekend and you post an Instagram about it. That is one tiny factor of an entire weekend that you chose to share. But, like, there's so much more to you and what you do and what you go through. It's just that's what you've chosen to share with everybody, right? I'm just choosing to share the other 85% of my right. day. <laughs> right. And, what, and I think the thing that trips up a lot of people is that you're doing it in a way that it works for your personality. <laughs> but... I think I've thought about this before with Facebook too and Instagram is even a constant dose of Instagram, but like I think people go on there for an escape. I think they want to escape themselves and I think they want to escape reality. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't go on, people don't, I think go on Instagram to, to get, I think if the entire feed was stuff like yours, then Instagram would cease to exist. I really do because like That's, I think so too. I think people want to go on there. I want to see a, like nice vistas and I want to see cool waterfalls. And I like a sprinkling of truth in there, but I don't want the whole thing to be the truth. Cuz the rest of my life is the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. And then we all got to live it. But yeah. the Instagram I think play it treads this weird game between like yeah, it works for your account beautifully. Thank like you. better than anything I've seen. But if the whole thing was like that, then why would I go to Instagram to escape from what? Escape I'm escaping from reality. Just go to more people talking about their reality. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to go on Instagram for. Yeah. It's like a movie, right? You mm-hmm. go there for the escape, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a weird thing. Yeah. It's a very strange social th- construct we got going on there. And it's so new, too. There's no, we've never had. Exactly. A, we, we don't have a sense of like, oh, Instagram 15 years, 20 years ago was this way. And now, you know, init- I thought about this earlier. Like, if I scrolled through my original instagram account scrolled back to the first picture on there 
all it is is a picture of a vineyard I took in Bay Area somewhere. And it's just a, a really crazy edit I did on the picture. And like, I remember thinking, I remember thinking this to myself, like, okay, I made the post. There's the picture. Now what? <laughs> there, I, my posts were so sporadic. It was like six months in between posts because I, there was, there was no one following it. So I was like, why am I doing this? You know? And then once my friends started adding it, once people started adding it, then you start, you know, you could see how Instagram picked up steam just going through like, you know, the early days of people who had accounts first when it came out, whenever that was, like 2012 or 11. Has it been that long? Yeah. that's oh Mine started in 2012. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. No, you're right. It's gained momentum and it hits a tipping point where now, so now everybody has it. And now it's... Well, and now it's one of those things where, you know, you have some of the most popular accounts are now so dry. They used to be just like Kim Kardashian and like... Whatever the fuck else that's out there that's fucking lame. <laughs> you know, you have... Selena Gomez. Yeah, whatever. Lame. <laughs> yeah, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, you have those accounts, but now you have, like, you know, best-selling authors, and you have other people, like, advocating, you know, business life or fitness life. Like, there's different... Or rewrite the rules-type lives. Yeah. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> On my own show yeah. that they're listening to. I know. <laughs> Pointless shameless plug. <laughs> like not even not even like good for anything (laughs) just in case they forgot yeah just in case you forgot you're listening to yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean there's just so much there it is at a tipping point i think and it i mean i think that's why it's getting a lot of positive feedback my account is i mean people want to hear people want to see oh yeah they want exactly even if it makes them feel a little uncomfortable like they want and they want authenticity Mm -hmm. they want truth and it speaks it just speaks so loudly You know, Mm -hmm. I read that there's a great quote by Emerson I read today that said, what you do speak so loudly, I can't hear what you say. I love that. Isn't that great? I was like, damn, I get that tattooed. That's such a good line. But I think when you're doing things like what you're doing or any of these people, not only are you taking action, but you're showing that action. And you're also like being brutally honest about the inner Mm -hmm. work and turmoil, too, and the steps to get there. Mm -hmm. That it really does. It hits a nerve that. That is hard to hit through that medium, through through pictures, and then it's like writing a little blurb on the bottom, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's a weird. I don't know what's gonna happen in the future with it, and because you're right, we're like everyone's just all right. The Instagram, here we go, yeah. yeah. Society, yeah. There's it's just like a the wild west it's right a, now. It's a total wild west, yeah. yeah. Um, so what is like for you? I know you've gotten a bunch of DMs from high school people even and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But what has um like what's been one of the biggest lessons you've learned from doing the whole thing? Mm. Or not even the Instagram, I mean, but like you were saying that you now don't go out as often, you cut back on drinking, you've done this higher you've done yeah. this entire priority and lifestyle shift. Yeah. It, I mean, it's been it's so funny and weird to me that this is kind of what it took for me to stay accountable to myself and the reason it's kept me so accountable is what's the number one thing like you haven't seen someone in a while like say me and you don't see each other like you're like oh i've seen you've been partying a lot on instagram or i've seen you've been going out you know you've seen me going out a lot or whatever like my what i put on my social media is a direct reflection of what i've been doing so like what better way to hold myself accountable than have this account where i'm talking about being fit like the I get texts all the time like dude I saw you lost 10 pounds on that post the other day that's awesome like they're not asking me to go get drinks happy hour they're asking me to go on a walk around town lake Mm -hmm. so it's been it's this shift has been completely successful because of the account it's held me accountable and held my friends accountable which has been the biggest helper of all and why this is so much different than other times I've tried to do this before (laughs) microphone down (laughs) hit myself in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Large black objects flying at face. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Not mad about it. Careful with that. <laughs> careful with that. <laughs> it's a big one, too. <laughs> I don't think you have to take it slow. Yeah. I'm getting excited. <laughs> back away Both from the back. mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding it. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, great. Now I'm just going to think of big black cock when i look at my microphones now just i threw you off see if, of that, if i get you? closer put my lips on it yeah. get close um <laughs> um what was i gonna say 
Um, you're in, yeah, doing that. So before you've tried to, I'm going to get healthy this week. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop drinking or you've done stuff like that before and just completely failed at it because yeah. after a while, it's just what's the point or what happened? I mean, it's just a thing of like, you know, oh, I feel better. So it's better. But it's, you know, like a, so like before I've done, you know, like taking out dairy, I've tried keto, I've tried counting calories, I've tried so many different things, meal replacements with like shakes and whatever, like you name it, I've probably tried it. I've struggled with weight my whole life. This is not a new thing for me to struggle with. If I lose five pounds, I gain 10. So this is something that has never worked for me. Dieting has never worked for me. So in this throughout this process too, I've realized like I if I'm gonna keep this up and keep it off, I've gotta be authentic to like what what I want to eat and how I want to feel. So there's a balance between that, right? And it's like finding food that actually is really good and satisfying what you wanna eat and it, you know, maybe it does have a little bit of cheese on it, or maybe it does whatever the fuck it is. Like it's what I want to eat and it's better than what I would have chosen before. And it's like those little victories. I've been saying like, I take everything bite by bite instead of saying step by step, because mm-hmm. it really is just like choosing everything I'm putting into my body is like just being more conscious of it and just taking like every positive with, you know, congratulating myself for that. Cause that's, it's hard and it's now it's a behavior. So I'm, I'm less focused on the little stuff and more focused on like, you know, making sure I have the right things in front of me and keeping up with it. So preparing stuff and whatever but it's been hard like I had um I signed up to work with a personal trainer and this guy's like you know I'm a nutritionist I'm a life coach I'm a personal trainer like I was I was like wow all three things great I need all three (laughs) sign me up yeah (laughs) so we met and we talked and he you know was great but the thing he asked me to do was go meat free and be completely plant-based he had an argument that was basically saying that meat you know meat does have hormones in it and there's obviously a hormone deficiency I'm having with my body right now. So he thought, I mean, like, it makes sense why he made the suggestion. But I know for a fact I'm not going to be able to live my life without eating at least fish or lean meat, right? Or microphones. Or microphone meat. <laughs> Big black microphone meat. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's just, I, I respectively told him, I was just like, I don't think we're going to work good together. Just chose not to work with him because well, I mean, he wouldn't work with you if you ate meat. He, he basically said he was like, if you're not committed to doing this hundred percent, then I can't guarantee your results. And by that, he means committed to doing it the way I want to do yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, this that's isn't strange. about you. Yeah, this is about me. Like, yeah. ask me, why don't you ask me? Like, I think it would make more sense to like, I take a picture of every meal that I've been eating, or at least the first two, couple weeks I did, just because it was helpful to keep myself accountable again, like I was posting on the Instagram. And I was like, why don't you like look at what I've been eating? It's not bad. I'm eating lean meat. Like I'm not eating fucking beef, Wagyu beef steaks every night or like, you know, pork tenderloins or anything like that. I'm yeah. eating ground turkey meat and salmon. Like it's yeah. not, this isn't, I know this is not bad for me, but you're making me feel bad about it. This is not what this is about. So I just, we agreed not to work with each other. And I think what you just said is so crucial. Like, I mean, you're going from eating pretty bad and drinking a lot and not doing as much as you should. You don't have to do everything all at once either. Yeah. And you're right. That's setting your, because I mean, everyone's guilty of that and I am too of like, I'm going to change everything tomorrow. Monday. (laughs) Monday. Monday Monday is the day. Yeah, Monday is my bitch. (laughs) And on Sunday, you're eating pizza and drinking beer, and you're like, it's chill because tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., your boy's hitting the gym. Sit in the gym, sauna, sauna, intermittent fasting, not touching food till one. Already got the food prepped out. Gonna have gonna have the salmon, got the broccoli, bell pepper, avocado. Come evening time, water all day, little drop of lemon. Mm -hmm. I mean, like. And then what happens Monday morning? Like you fuck you snooze. off. And, yeah, <laughs> and you, you don't first, go yeah. to the gym. First thing, yeah. First and then thing it snowballs into like, yeah. oh, I haven't gone to the gym, so fuck it, I'm eating a bagel. Second cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bagel. Yep. Yeah, and because you said, and then at that point, bagel, you're like, well, today's lost, but yep. Tuesday. My bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday is all me. And it's just like this false hope. It starts over. It's it's literally the definition of going insane. You're it's doing the same thing over, over and over again. Expecting different results. Nothing happens. Yeah. I read this great thing that said that we put way too much faith in our future selves than in your current one. 
That's I love that. Like, everyone goes around thinking like, oh, it, next week I'm you're what you're gonna turn to fucking Superman between now and then doing yeah. the same thing you've been doing. Like, oh, the Monday me is gonna be yeah. a fucking superhuman. You wake up Monday, the same fucking guy. Yeah, and a girl, driving the like, same car, going to the same job, yeah, doing the same thing, like, like whatever it is. Yeah, life like, is still there. Life and... is still there. Yeah, it's it's not about the tomorrow, but um, yeah. What that's so strange though. But yeah, yeah. I think. Doing the little changes, like you said, is crucial. Like just maybe changing one meal out of the day, right, or something like that. Or you said, yeah. like you're you eating hormone filled salmon. Even if, let's say that you wanted to eat fucking bacon and beef, yeah. which isn't even actually with a lot of nutritional stuff that yeah. bad for you. It's more about the carbs. But yeah. let's say you wanted to just switch out your dinners for something decently healthy. Yeah, I mean that's a fucking step in the right direction. Yeah. And it's what I want and it satisfies me. And that's when when I lay in bed at night, I don't want to be like, fuck, I'm hungry. I hate feeling hungry. I hate it. I hate it. I, since I was in high school, I remember running track and being like, God, I should have eaten more today. Like that lightheaded, mm. like I'm just low blood sugar, like everything hurts. Like I need food. You know, I hate that feeling. And that's what every diet has made me feel like either I'm depriving myself of something or all I can think about is that thing I'm not able to have. Mm. So, like, I still have the creamer in my coffee. I don't give a fuck. You can literally <laughs> say that say that it's bad to my face and watch what I do because I'm going to get really upset. If you think that my creamer in my coffee is the thing that made me gain 30 pounds, it's not the creamer in my coffee. It's the other shit that I did. So I'm just trying to make everything else in the world. You know, I'm not trying to make my life any more difficult. I just want to feel better. <laughs> that's, that's really what it comes there. down to. That's that's it right there. We got a book in the works here. I think so. Bite by bite. Bite by bite. Girl, that shit is gold. Trademark that before I post, before (laughs) I publish this. Okay. Bite by bite. Yeah. I wonder if we should look that up. I know. Could be something good there. No, I think that I think that sounds so positive the way you're doing it, you know? And it's interesting. I never would have thought that an Instagram account would be so beneficial. You I mean either. In my wildest dreams. (laughs) I, I love making fun of Instagram. I'm I'm the first person to be right. like, it's so basic. <laughs> like, but then, you know, the funny thing I it's realized a tool. A, it is a tool. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I had a post, what was it on my on my regular Instagram account? Um, and it was on Valentine's Day. I just posted a picture of me flipping the camera off. And I was just like to kind of and I the caption literally says, To break up all the makeout slash baby photos you're seeing on your feed today. And it's the most liked photo ever on my Instagram. It had like over three hundred likes. It was crazy. Like Hashtag game strong or um, no. no, like it was just like, that's all it said. Wow. It's just me flipping off the camera. And I just loved that. I was able to say what I wanted to say and show a picture of me just being like, fuck everybody. Like this is how I feel. Yeah. And that, that, that was, that stuck with me. So maybe there's some subconsciousness of like, okay, well maybe if I just keep being like, fuck it and just be loud and proud mm-hmm. in myself, then I'll keep feeling good about like truly myself. Like, it feels really good to feel good about yourself, truly. Like, you're not faking anything at all. You're just there. And everyone can either like it or they can not like it. doesn't matter. doesn't change anything about you. So, it's been really nice. Yeah, well, you were saying that, too, in a text, I think you said to me something along the lines of... Oh, yeah. It's been so great to put yourself out there and literally not care. What were you saying? Like was, you, you used to care, but act like you didn't care. And now you truly, truly don't care. Yeah. I would sit there and I would wonder, like I would I, I say, I took a series of pictures at an event, like, or, you know, with friends. I'm like, okay, well it's literally the same photo. And maybe my hand or I'm standing like a slightly different angle, but I'd go through and like, look at them. And it's just like, well, I look kind of skinnier in that one, but my hair looks better in this one. And it's just like, when I thought of all this and I just thought, like I had this moment of, okay, I'm fat. Fuck. Okay. Here's the plan. I'm going to be, I'm going to do this thing. It just took a weight off my shoulders. I think is what I said to you in the text. Actually, it's like mm. verbatim like what I said. It's taken a weight off mm. my shoulders. I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. None of that shit matters because what you're left with at the end of the day, isn't your account. You know, you're, you don't have your account's life. You only have your own that you, that you know, you live and how you know how you feel. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think a big thing about that, too, is not faking it. I think that the weight, too, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not you're not faking it, and you're not faking like you're not faking it. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're like, wh- I'm trying to think of people that do that. Like, post a 
portrait mode selfie or portrait mode picture and it's like you know making fun of people that do that but really you look really good in the picture so you're really secretly yeah i'm trying to, i'm trying to think if i've done it before i know i have i know sure. i have too i'm trying to think of an, an, an explicit example um i mean yeah i don't know if i've like posted it on instagram because most of the time when you post on instagram it, like your care yeah right? people but I mean, in real life, I just can think of times where it's like, you know, you're trying to be like, whatever. Like it's cool not to care. It's cool not to care. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. Because it makes it easier. I think a lot of, I mean, I play that game all the time. It used to be worse, but I play that game all the time where it's like, mm-hmm. if you, oh, it's this, it's this, I remember hearing this quote in seventh grade and thinking how cool it was and looking back now, like, Jesus Christ, that's the worst thing you could have thought was cool. And it was some quote on a bubblegum wrapper and it said, if at first you don't succeed, deny you were trying at all. And oh it was my this, god! It was on a bubblegum wrapper, and I, something about it I just thought was cool. Like the concept was cool of like, yeah, like fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah, I was in seventh grade. Yeah. You know, you're like, fuck it. Like act like you don't even care. Like too cool. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> but that not just because the bubblegum wrapper, but that concept like follows you in life that you have to be constantly vigilant of. Of are you? Do you actually not care? Right with girls and guys, I think it comes out really strongly in relationships. You see oh, it in people like dating. Yeah, in dating, I think it's really, really when it hits like those really pain points of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like undeniably like obvious when you're dating. Exactly. And with dieting, it's less obvious. I think it's yeah. more like you know you're you're way able to sweep that under the rug than you are right. like something that you know or anything I, yeah. or like just even like um. You know, going to a party or something like that, yeah. and people say, "Oh, did you want to go?" And you're like, "No, I don't want to go to that party." And yeah. like, you're not even sure if you're lying to yourself at that point, or if you're just lying to them. I just had a conversation with somebody about this today. My one of my friends is going to Yacht Week, and I literally said, "Yacht Week is the most basic thing next to Croatia or next to um, Coachella." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I was like, all the people that get real jobs after they go to Coachella three years in a row go to Yacht Week. Mm-hmm. It's like the next douchier thing." To do. It sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's right. But but at the same time, I also sounded so, like a hater. And I, and I just like, I'm not going on the trip with a bunch of my friends. So, because I don't really want to be on a boat with like 15 people blocked out. Like, it doesn't sound like something that's conducive to like right, to wh- your lifestyle. where I'm going right now. But Is it because of the body image stuff too? It, I 100% think that's like a combination of all my worst fears, right? Right. People being out of control drunk. Me being in a bathing suit, I mean, I know I post it on my Instagram a lot, but fuck me, I hate it. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, just the whole thing in general, I think it's just fucking lame. But am I saying that because I actually think it's lame? Am I saying that because it's easier to say that's lame because I'm not going? <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly, is it easier to say that it sucks, that it's lame, that that person wasn't a good fit anyway, that, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's it's easier to do that than it is to admit all the things that... Yeah. Well, I think my friends definitely think that that's why I'm saying it. They're like, she's just jealous. She's not going. Yeah. It's for sure. But it's a choice if you're listening. <laughs> you can't keep telling them yeah. that. It's a choice. This isn't this isn't your uh what's it called? Like the alt not the altar, but like what's the you go oh, to the priest? This isn't your, this isn't your confession. Yeah, this isn't your confessional. Um Thank God. I talked about black dicks. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. Oh no, they're cool. The Catholic Church is cool with dicks. Oh, yeah, we true. know this now. True, true. They're totally cool with dicks. Yeah. <laughs> they're not cool with dicks and pussies before marriage, but they're cool with just dicks yeah, anytime. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um No, yeah, that's a tricky game to play with all the like the mind just the mind games of what you think you want and what you don't want and what mm-hmm. you're just trying to play up. Your ego's trying to your your ego does these weird things where it it's trying to defend yourself before it even needs to be defended. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's protect, such a good point. Protect yourself before you even need to be protected, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you, it's like you're almost not aware of it. It's just your this little creature inside of you doing that work for you. I think and, we're all just it, yeah, we're all just scared. Yeah, we're all just. I mean, we're all just kind of scared. It's all about vulnerability and just you know not wanting to just take that step over the edge because you don't know what's going to happen or how people are going to react. Yeah. 95% of the time, I think people don't say things because they don't know how the other people are going to react. Well, for sure. I mean, and with good reason, too, because sometimes you, I mean, a lot of people, like, we're more or less single, right? They don't have kids. Mm-hmm. If we were to lose our job tomorrow, my my line is if I am if I end up in a, under a bridge tomorrow, it's just me under that bridge. Uh, like, yeah. 
at the end of the day, like, who really fucking cares? I lose my car, I lose my job, I lose everything, and I'm in a box. It's like, mm-hmm. that sucks for you, Alex. You fucked up. Yeah. But it's just you. I'm not affecting my family. So that my point is, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess my point is, is if you have a job, like we were talking about earlier, you got a corporate job, like you go and see your in-laws and, you know, you go, you just have a lot of people to please. You got a lot of people that you want to, you, you are now invested in playing their game and making sure that what you say is at least decently on par with their worldview. Or you are not only affecting yourself, but at this point, you could be affecting your entire family. How terrible would that be? I know. To just, you know, a lot of people live that reality. Now. I feel like it starts now. That li- that lifestyle starts yes, now. 100%. And you, you end just up. keep going and you keep adding on the wife, the kids, the car, the house, the dogs. And, and then all of a sudden, you're, you're bearing all this weight on your shoulders and you're not even yourself authentically doing it. Or, you know, it's just. How fucked? I don't want to be that person. I, hope we, I mean, it's a tough thing, yeah. And you're, you know, I think not, a lot of people end up 38 years old and going, what the fuck? The <laughs> fuck just happened here? Because if the 30s go by as quick as the 20s did, <laughs> then I'm just going to be there in no time. Yeah. But, yeah, it's. I think it takes constant vigilance to... Mm-hmm. God, if just, it was easy, everyone would fucking be doing it. And yeah. Everyone would be doing their... Ain't that the truth of everything? Yeah, for real. Yeah. And it's going to be some... At least, I'm just glad that I had this moment and it's been a positive... Ex- I'm just thankful that it's worked out for me. There's a reason why it has and hopefully... This account is a documentation of m- me putting myself out there and getting nothing but positivity back for it. Nothing but good things. I'm losing weight. I'm being supported. What more could I ask for from this account? It initially wasn't even supposed to do any of that stuff. It was supposed to be like a thing for me to be like, okay, one day I can look back and see how fat I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah. But it's become so much more than yeah, that Yeah, it's now. incredible. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Keep doing it. Thanks. I will. <laughs> what What's the handle for people listening? Um, fat field to fit field. There it is. Slide into the DMs. Yeah. Check me out. Let's Check me out. Send her microphones. Yeah. I post lots of bikini pics for you sick freaks out there. <laughs> They're not hot. <laughs> but they will but be. They will be. <laughs> they will be. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's been, it's, it's so awesome. I mean, look, now you're on this podcast. If you wouldn't have started posting that, yeah, you cool. know, it's uh, just an aspect of your life that it's going to change stuff. It's going to change. And it's going to get more and more. I promise. Like I'm excited to see what happens because it's going to continue to grow, develop. It's going to, it's going to transform into other channels that you don't even see coming. It's crazy. It's exciting. It's probably like the same. I mean, you made that post the other day about your whole experience when you drove down to Mexico and had that moment, right? Mm, to post this podcast, yeah. yeah. After putting it off for a year. Same kind of thing. I mean, it's... I literally put it off posting. I've shared that story on here before, but mm-hmm. I put it off for a year. It's I recorded crazy. one a year before that. or I, I had about five saved, mm-hmm. and I just kept putting off. I made excuses. Oh, I need, a, I need a logo to be good. I need the name to be good. The website... You just, were scared, boy. I just kept putting it off. Yeah. Just kept putting it off. Kept putting it off. Mm-hmm. Making excuses. And then it just, that was my night where I just drove. I went down my motorcycle, parked it, went in there. After three beers, I was just like, oh, dude. I remember like this energy coming out, like to click that little mouse, mm-hmm. which is such a pathetic final. I get that punch him in the face or something. It's like, <laughs> 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 like yeah. click publish. <laughs> so, yeah, same thing though. But yeah, it's cool that. how many doors that you've <clears throat> talked to so many cool people. And like, if anything, I hope I just keep connecting with them um, right now. It's just you will. People yeah. from my past, like the most random people, but like, bless them for telling me that I, my, me being open has made them feel like they can be open. And that's what it's about. Yeah. I, I think podcasts and Instagram accounts that do what you're doing and, and documentaries where people are speaking the truth, anywhere where people are honestly speaking the truth which mm-hmm. is what I try and do on this, but it's fucking hard. Um, but like your account and things like that, what it does is it gives everyone, a, you can almost hear it. You hear everyone go, oh, thank God I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what it is. It's a collective sigh and people mm-hmm. going, oh, thank God. Yeah. That's it. And once you get that people to that point and once you, when you feel that, when you're looking at it's someone genuine. else or you're yeah. reading a book, you go, Fuck yeah. Who is this person? I want to talk to them. Yeah. 
that's yeah that's it that's all i could ask for for this if, if that alone keeps happening then i'll be happy and mm-hmm. i keep losing weight oh my god i'd be elated <laughs> be so happy yeah I mean, so I, it's I, cool I, yeah it's it's awesome is what it is <laughs> and it, it's it's a beautiful use of the instagram tool mm-hmm. and it's community it's everything it's everything Thanks, buddy. It's real good. I'm real proud of you, Slugger. Thanks. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> so, uh, Fat Field to Fit Field. Mm-hmm. Check and, it out. And, uh, yeah, follow along on the journey. Yeah. Say whatever you want about it. I'm going to make a boomerang of my cellulite. I just thought about that idea when I said it out loud earlier. Hell yeah. I'm going to do a little move. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Kelly. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I have a bunch of amazing things coming up. I got a couple. I have a billionaire actually coming on the show, if you can believe it or not. Um, and I just want to sh- send a reminder. I-, I posted something about this on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and um, you know, whatever it is in your life that you're holding back from doing, whether you want to ask that girl out or you want to start that project or whatever it is, I just want to remind you that I posted, I recorded my first podcast a year before I actually published my first one because I had so much fear surrounding putting myself out there. And since publishing this, I have gotten 50,000 downloads, probably more actually now, um, close to maybe 70,000. I have talked to Navy SEALs, to hippies, to cognitive scientists, to former gang members, to CEOs, authors, amazing people that I never would have had the chance to talk to if I hadn't have pressed that button of publish. So, Whatever it is you're thinking about doing, whatever it is you want to do, press the fucking button because the fear in your head is so much bigger than the fear out there in the world. And and really, people don't give a fuck. Honestly, what it comes down to is people don't give a shit about what you're doing in the best way possible. That sounds depressing. Besides your mom and maybe your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever it is you have, nobody really, really cares. People see your shit. They might see it on Instagram. They might see it on Facebook. They might listen to this, see your video on YouTube, and then they move on with their life. Um, so it's easier said than done. I get it. But try and focus on the done part instead of uh, the said part. So, all right, guys, much love. Got a bunch of stuff cool coming up. You know where to find me. Later. Later.